Every episode we're laughing. This is sad, really. <laughs> I went through a hard day. Um, Why? Because you dismissed my idea and it was a hard idea. Like, I worked so hard on it. Listen, man, I'm just hard here um, for the benefit of the podcast. Yeah. And if I feel like something is redundant. She called it redundant. She's calling you all, man. And then another topic was then she still said it was redundant. I don't know. <laughs> and that's hard. Omar the tough crowd. That's just... Am I a tough crowd? I like you're a tough crowd. How am I a tough crowd? No, not like a, like not in a bad way, but I mean like, you know, you're not... Like, you know, some people like me, I'm the type of guy, like, I'll watch a show over again, but you, you're like, not with that, right? I'm fine watching a show over Okay, again. so then why but can't like you hear a redundant topic? <laughs> like, <laughs> a conversation that you've already heard before just be, seems like, you know, the same conversation, like... That's the most interesting. Like, you know what? always be friends, like... What the heck? I That's love a that redundant topic. conversation. I'm going for hours about that topic. That's super redundant. Nobody wants to hear that every single episode. Um, okay. But like, if That's we were to, if we were to about that topic, I'd have a lot of things to say. Just, on that? On that topic. No, I'm just joking. But you know, when you hear a topic so much, like on every podcast, yeah, you know, you get like 20 different guys' ideas, 20 different girls' ideas. But we have a new guest. Hey, Assalamualaikum. I'm Amal. Waalaikumsalam. Welcome to um, Fully Living. No. I know, but I forget who I'm rapping sometimes. I'm rapping. I'm rapping his side. You just you start out alive and just left. Yeah, I left for the living by myself. But f you. I'm sorry, man. I mean, then again, you're always in every episode. You're like the Mark. I'm in everything. I'm in. I'm just there. I'm in everything. I'm just. I'm just. Okay, we have an interesting topic to talk about today, guys. Um. Uh, just a reminder. I haven't read English in a long time, so. Just uh, bear with me. Do you think it's okay for young people to organize? Oh, wait. Let me say, this is from Curious Cat. This is like, we didn't just find this somewhere. Do you think it's okay for young people to organize clan-based events in today's current climate as a way of getting to know each other and learning together about shared family history and names? I think it would be a nice way to kind of keep our dakan alive and make it continue. Don't you think that eventually, if we run away from Qabil, we'll start to lose some of our Somali nomo as well? <clears throat> I just want to grab some sauce on it. <clears throat> I don't know. To be honest, I think I think I guess knowing is important. Mm-hmm. By the end of the day, I think there's levels to this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, knowledge is is fine. Going like for like a yeah, I don't know for like an educational <laughs> session. I don't know, but we were talking about it, and then he was like, "Yo, if you let's say." Um, well, we'll just we'll say blue, crip whatever we're cribs. Okay. Crip tribe is having a a thing a thing, and then like everybody's cripping or whatever. But I'm just a I'm just a <laughs> measly blood. And I want to come in for the drip. Like, Stop cap, bro. Yeah, yeah. Nine blood. What what's six nine? That's a very a nine, stark blood contrast. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna change it. Okay, nine I'm gonna kid. say I'm nine gonna say kid. white. I'm gonna say white. White. Okay. White. Okay. White. 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 That sounds bad too. He's <laughs> a white guy. Okay, okay, okay. No. Um, we could just use Clint. It's not that serious. Like, that's yeah, what we talked about, right? Yeah, yeah, we're good. Okay, sorry. Um, huh? Nothing. Just, <laughs> just jumping in there to okay. say random things. So wait, I'm, I can think of something. Okay, Triangle Clan. Okay. Okay, so Triangle Clan is having a triangle party, but all shapes are, are involved. <laughs> all shapes are involved. And I'm square. I'm square gang. Okay. But like I just want to come for the vibes. But it's a mostly like mostly yeah, triangle. Yeah, mostly triangle. All triangles are there. Okay. Come in. I'm like, yo, I'm square, but like three squares. Yeah, me, me and my two buddies. We're just here. We're like, yo, I want to know what triangles about, you know? Yeah. And then they're like, yo, it's triangle gang. F all the other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like but I didn't. At, the end, it, the, at the end of the day, we're all shapes. We're right? all That's shapes. Like, yeah, yeah. And we sometimes we can we can kind of put each other together to make a 
Yeah. Beautiful thing. A country. I think those events, um, some of them have merit to them. Like they have like where like clans come together to like raise money for um, people in their clan if like someone dies or passes away, or they like invest money. Those things make sense, but just to like have an event and say, hey, it's just us and not anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. That's very true. That is very true. Excluding is, 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 I think, where the cutoff line exactly. is. If, like, if it's an exclusion thing, but if in terms of just learning about the culture, like, you're just going to meet people and learn names. Because low-key, Somali tribes have, like, weird names. And not it's not a bad thing, but it's, like, it's weird to us because we don't know anything about the name, right? Yeah. But it's, like, well, like Chinese people, people right? yeah, like, Chinese people, like, they might have a name that to us sounds really weird, but they know the, the reason behind it, so to them it's not weird. So it's, like, as long as you know... But yeah. I don't think it's a problem of knowing where you're from, like knowing your lineage. I think it's a problem when you think that you're better than somebody else. Yeah, the supremacy of that. That's true. Yeah. That's true. But I, I know it's more prevalent like outside of. Oh, the UK. UK. It's ridiculous the way they talk. Like they know they're up to this until the end. Yeah. And they'll ask you. And what's like, like what's your yeah, students. Really? Yeah, these are kids yeah. like 20, 25. They know everything, and then they'll be the ones saying, "Who are you?" Not even the Hoyas. That's wow. kind of crazy. I just always like attributed to like the proximity to Africa. That's very true. Just very close. Flight tickets are cheap. Like, <laughs> that, 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 that true, yeah. That's true. You know, that but like, I don't know. I, I to be honest, I I know very little about. Like, I know my tribe or whatever. Like, I know enough. Yeah, but I could know more. Yeah, it's it's always come down to like what's enough. Like to them, maybe knowing all the twenty five names and you know who fought and what war and who they Wars. what tribes they don't yeah because yeah. <laughs> that's what it kind of boils down to like that's i think that's the idea of tribes in general like yeah. knowing who your safety people are where you can go where you can't go but i think um i wrote a paper on this this year about how like prior pre-colonial times somalis we all had our own like tribes and we had our own areas where we live in and then when the time came for colonization they brought people together who weren't naturally together there was yeah people who were, like agriculturalists and then people who were like nomads yeah so when you brought them together it created conflict and then when that conflict happened, these people started not liking each other. And that's where the I'm better than you came from. But yeah. before that, we were all just in our own areas and we had tribes and we had, um, what's the word, like treaties with each within each yeah. other and we were all fine. Little kingdoms. Exactly. Yeah. But then when colonialism came, it messed it all up. And yeah. then we're still dealing with the ramifications. Yeah, that's an interesting idea, actually. To think about, yeah, because like, it was agriculturalists, like business people, people at the sea, mm-hmm. like, you know, and, yeah, they they just bunch everybody together and said you guys are all one. Exactly. Yeah. And it was like different colonizers, like the French, the Italian, yeah, yeah. and the British, and they all had different styles of administration. Very true. Yeah. Very true. But how does, like, how does, so let's say we were, the whole idea of a tribe is a bunch of like families, mm-hmm. right? How does, I'm just confused at how over time there becomes like a disparity and yeah, difference. yeah, yeah. I think or is it, it just becomes, like beef, like oh I don't rock with my bro, so. I think it's just human nature. I think it's like human nature, like as long as you can remember things, like you keep on to it. But then once like those memories start to get faded, like like even native tribes, you know, like they, they've been around for, for, for as long as you know and their stories are passed down but they don't know they don't know the full history. So they don't know who they were friends with, who they were you know, who who they beefed with and like for us we're losing that every day, you know? So like it becomes more of a thing, like like you said, for London people, like it becomes more of a thing because their their proximity to it feel like they feel more attached to it, right? Like, I feel like they're mostly more reminded of it every single day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or and like more when they, of them too, like. Or like when they go, like they actually see the ramifications of that stuff, right? Like yeah. we we really don't. Like I had an interesting conversation with like one of my friends who just got married back home, and this guy was telling me about like basically did like parts where my tribe controls 
a rich story. Like his his tribe, he has to get to like his home, right? And he got married there, and he's like, yo, like he had to bribe people, and like he's like, yo, you know, use the place where they try to catch me, and like like all this stuff. And he's showing me videos. I'm laughing at it, and like I'm telling my dad. My dad's like, oh yeah, I know those places, but it's like we we don't hold any connection to it because mm-hmm. it doesn't mean anything to me. So I've never been it. there. Yeah. Huh? We're so far from it. He's so far from yeah. it. I have no idea, but it's like hilarious. He's showing me pictures like through the car. You can see like these guys holding AKs and stuff. He's like, yo, like yo, these are those guys. And like I'm like, yo, no idea. You know, he's like, yo, these guys are scary. But it's like over there, it's the culture there. It's like to them, it's everyday life you know this guy's telling me going to the store they're giving him guns like just to go to the the, the market like he'll take a gun to see you know but like those people from london they probably go all the time so they see it like they're, they're more internal they're more in tune with it right like yeah. if we went every summer you think i wouldn't hate you because you know i, I your tribe almost killed me like the yeah. thing is i don't think everybody goes every summer you know what i mean i feel like the people that do go every summer have are the ones that are reminding other people about their culture you know what i mean like yeah, small, small student association events stuff like that like, yeah, you but it's like conversations and like that over and over again. You're gonna end up being a part of that. So, but I think like, I think it's more the people that go. Say like one person in your family goes back yeah. home and they come back and they bring that. Oh, like her tribe is the op tribe, and they remind you that. Like you know, they keep yeah. telling you you're gonna develop that sense of oh, like even where I'm from, it's not like you know, it's not all peace and safety, right? Like that dynamic is kind of hard to deal, with, especially for people who don't go. Like we have no, I have no control over what happened back there. But I have connections with people who do, so it's it's like awkward. I, but I, I feel like it's still, I think it's in, it's still here, it's like subconsciously. I was thinking of something like, imagine like you and a friend, like your mom knows that they're like a opposing tribe or whatever, and then you and that friend have a falling out. What if your mom goes, yeah, but he was that tribe the whole time, so it makes sense that you guys didn't it's get along and stuff. A bit of a sticky one. Yeah, I'm like, yo, but then th- do you think that like might subconsciously affect how the kid thinks? Like, if I'm if I'm For telling sure. my kid, yo, mm-hmm. that kid's your op tribe, just he could be your, you guys could be friends, but like. Eventually, you're gonna have some type of animosity towards that person, right? Yeah. You're just feeding hate to children. I just feed me to a seven-year-old that has seven, like another friend from school. Mm-hmm. He's from this. He's from that. Don't trust him. Da da da. Based off like super old, like mm-hmm. you know. But even in the UK, it's the same thing. I feel like the parents also are saying these things, and the kids grew up like that, and then just continue. Really? I've never, I've never had that at home, so I've never thought that it was better than anyone. Just because yeah, coming from like a from. Somali Swahili, like Kenyan background, like I wasn't really in tune with this until high school like people brought this up to me in high school and like I don't know what my tribe is I didn't even know I was from Somaliland for the longest time like literally it was mm-hmm. pretty crazy I knew I was like a sap but I didn't know like what part of Somaliland was like yeah, you know? yeah no idea see I, my parents are deaf like my mom's from Djibouti and my dad's from Somaliland Djibouti so yeah. we have like a different I don't know <laughs> but both of my parents are from different tribes yeah, yeah. so I don't yeah. know how to deal with that but like would you guys would you guys go to a Somali like let's say a, like would you guys organize and go to a Somaliland event I just don't have no connection to it you know what I mean like <laughs> no, I know Somaliland is so broad it's not like uh, to be honest I I was like oblivious to the whole thing like what are we gonna talk about if I go there like what am I, what am I gonna say to these people like, hey, <laughs> so oh you're from Somaliland I'm from Somaliland and that's when the conversation ends <laughs> that's it <laughs> what am I supposed to say like, like, like they have their like, they have that uh, was it Independence Day yeah. and they have their music and they eat their food and yeah. they what, what, what benefit does it bring for us? That's true. So, are you guys going to continue that? I think that was a question. Like, would you guys yeah. continue that kind of trend? Like, oh, it's independent, independent, eternal. I mean, I personally, I have, like, like my dad's side from Djibouti, you know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I've always been interested in, like, 
the tribe, like you know, mm-hmm. like how they lived, what they did, like the land that they owned, how how it was taken away from them, like all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's so hard to get answers on this stuff, like because everything is word of mouth at the end of the day. Exactly, a lot of but even is not written. Even our parents, like the stuff they went through, they don't want to talk about it, right? Like they don't want to talk about oh, like this happened, like yeah. nobody, like it's human nature not to bring up bad times, right? Yeah. So they don't want to talk about it. So it's hard to find out. Mm-hmm. So what if somebody wants to go to these events because that's that's where the information is. Maybe there's like Somali seniors or like, you know, whatever, Somaliland seniors, whatever it is, but seniors in the community that are willing to discuss these topics because most of the stuff we learn is from Wikipedia or like a YouTube video of a guy speaking Somali like in a yeah. park saying, yo, socks are this or, you know, how like it is. Like gathering, talk a conversation. You can exactly. hear it. It's like, over here. That's it. Yeah. So what if these topics, like what if these places are set up in like an education mode, like you go there to learn stuff, even the bad, the good, whatever it is, you just go to learn, like where you come from. I think the education part, part. Uh, to be honest, again, I don't know nothing about nothing. I'm very yeah, like, <laughs> like uh, in the dark. Like my 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 vision, in in the perfect world, would be like, like um, like the avatar, like a Somali avatar. That knew every tribe story and was like not was unbiased and just oh, told everybody told, like told the hell it was. yeah like just stood on a panel and said look this is where it started this happened it's not your fault guys you know what I mean it was family it happened before but you like know the yeah. stuff you know and it was on some like non biased stuff just be honest because everybody had the bias right like my parents are not gonna say yo like you know we made like you know we made a mistake but they my parents won't be like they won't either they won't they won't blame somebody else but they won't blame themselves either they'll just be like I don't want to talk about it right. But like somebody to just tell you whatever it is, good and bad. That's that my would dream. have its positives and negatives as well. Like every tribe, has, like it just no. I mean, like that conversation obviously has positive and negatives. You learn, but like now but you have our history is like like oral history, and oral history is subjective. Yeah, exactly. So it just depends on the person. You're and like poetry yeah. and like that bias of like who's talking about what. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like, do you know this is factual or is it like? But there's a lot of really like cool scholarship that's out there. Like my advisor professor, my professor at U of T. Um, her name is Sophia Habib, and she's wrote she's writing her dissertation right now on pre-colonial Somali woman history, really? and it's really interesting and how she's always constantly going back and got, talking to elders and figuring out what they know and trying to piece things together. It's not just um, they look at artifacts, they look at um, the land and other ways of doing it, not just going through oral history. Yeah, it's really yeah. Really cool. Yeah, it's like evidence based. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is it is it documented? Like, is the history documented or is in some ways it is? I think though. In some ways, it is like. I know that the British Museum has a lot of objects from Somali history, but like they have every, they have objects from everywhere. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but specifically towards Somali history, like I've yeah. never seen. I could like the Minnesota Museum. Like, mm-hmm. I've, like you don't see that kind of stuff out in the open like that. You know. That's true. Yeah, cause I, like I know, was it is it Egyptians? I just have like all the things yeah. Yeah, yeah. everything yeah. down like, hieroglyphics like, <laughs> but, but the hardest thing with that too is the interpretation it's yeah. not like it's not the there's no like dictionary for that like no. what does this sign mean it's all like like oh they don't know they, 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 it's like you're figuring out they're piecing oh. stuff together but it's like yeah it's not like 100% accurate it's like they're just there's playing with yeah like, images based in or like they see something somewhere else and it might mean like you know it's it's, it's not like it's not like Concrete. Like, uh, concrete evidence. Yeah, I'm thinking about it now just with even within Toronto I still feel like the whole tribe stuff is is there but subconsciously because when, when they when everybody moves here like each part of uh, like let's say your your yeah. mom's move, moved to a certain like downtown Toronto obviously she's gonna tell her friends and 
their cousins who are probably going to be yeah. the same tribe to move in and around That's that like same Scarborough. area. Literally, literally, majority of Scarborough yeah. is Samoan. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Really? I don't ask people what they're I'm noticing like, right. as I'm going to school here, like, I'm, there's a lot of people from Somalia here. You can really? always tell those yeah. bracelets. Yeah. Yeah. yeah or th- well, people are Kenyan. Like, I see Somali people wear Kenyan bracelets all the time. I mean, Do, is that like okay? I, I like didn't know that. I think yeah, it's just Somalia and Somalia that work. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Really? I feel like I feel like like for everyone that says they're Somali, yeah. someone has to come here from the Somalia. But there's a lot of Isaks so- that live in Kenya. I've noticed. Yeah, but even in like in like Somalia in there's so many different types of people. It's yeah. not just Isaks. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely not Isaks. Same in Really, in Djibouti is like so, so many people. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that until recently. But Djibouti has the one big tribe, you know? Yeah. I just want to claim my set one time, but again. What's, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> you're, doing, you're literally doing I it. I know, but you're I'm claiming my set because I'm repping my game. I'm not saying we're better than anybody. I'm just saying my set is my set. That's I don't know. Uh, to be honest, with the Somaliland stuff, I was very, very, very oblivious. Like, I didn't know <laughs> you guys were like a recognized country by the rest of. Yeah. I didn't know no, about but it for a I long think time. Africa. Some because of the um, when the African Union was um, created, they said that there's no more countries that were allowing to secede from their original countries. Yeah. So that's why Somaliland cannot be internationally yeah. recognized. But they are recognized by I think the UAE and some other countries, but not everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was like, until but it makes sense though. It makes sense to not recognize them, and I'm not saying like, I'm from the other side of the track, so I I, have, I probably have no right to say this, but I think. Like examples of countries like that where they seceded, like like Kurdistan. Whenever a country secedes from like another country that the world recognizes, they see a pattern of other countries trying to start seceding. Mm-hmm. So they don't want that. Like exactly. with South Sudan, it was the longest thing, and it only really happened because, and it's harsh for me to say this, but like so many people died. Like the Darfur so stuff. Like yeah, there was like so many investigations that went into it that. Same like, thing with the Biafran War. It was the same, the exact same. Yeah. Thing it's but it's rare like mm. countries seceding it's very rare and they don't want that because they don't want that example set for other countries yeah. then there would be so many more countries yeah you have a thousand and, and five hundred countries want to separate. You know? the same thing that's happening in Somalia now like when I was writing my paper I was shocked the fact that there's like Jubaland, yeah, there's Jubaland. Island, there's Puntland. Island. Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah, I, I learned that all from Twitter, to be honest. I'm like, what? Even yeah, even in Ethiopia, yeah, there's like Ogadenia, there's Somalia, like there's yeah. all these countries, there's all these people that don't want to be where they where they are. You know? Why can't they just be like provinces? That's because cool. that'd be really interesting. It will, I found also really cool. Everybody's every tribe is going back to their homeland, like where they originally were before colonialism. So that's really interesting. But but. Is that the that that makes sense though for them to be provinces? And then like who's going to be the president? Who's going to be the prime minister? Yeah, and you're going to have a thousand pro- like you're going to have king. You're going to have kingdom states. Okay. You're going to have every like thousand for every thousand people. You're going to have one one no, leader. Not a not a so not so. Let's say everything's still Somalia. Okay. The way Ontario is a province. Okay. What's what's one of them? Let's say Jubaland. Yeah. What, what's where's Jubaland? It's, it's like it's north. I think it's, it's northeast. It's near like. So let's say Jubaland is a province, yeah. and Jubaland has a representative, and then they speak for the Jubaland people rights. But, but that's like who's going to be the prime minister, president of Somalia? Yeah, of Somalia. Like I say, I oh, that becomes complicated. We that have point, very big egos. That's true. Somalia's yeah. are the biggest. We can talk about that in a different topic. Somalia's are the biggest egos, bro. Yeah, I think it's just like obviously wanting best for yourself, right? Like. Who you think gonna represent you the best? 
Yeah. It's like anybody from Ontario, I'm going to think an uh, Ontario leader or whatever, uh, someone from Ontario is going to represent me, but someone can, can, can have the same thought. So. Yeah, I thought I, had, I thought I had something there. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense in retrospect. But like, it makes sense. Like, it's idealistic, but it's yeah. not like... But it's yeah, not I, I forgot about possible. Like, corruption. I don't think that's really possible. Yeah. To be no, that, you, that, was, that was a solution, but they'd have rotating leadership where it'd be like, okay, this is tribe's turn, then this tribe's turn, then this tribe's turn. But then who's going to like say they're going to actually... But there's no good. There's not gonna be any progress for the the whole country. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that doesn't make sense. Yeah, and and you have countries like, um, Eritrea. That's what, like dictatorship basically. Even yeah. Djibouti, it's kind of like you know. Twenty one years. Twenty one years. So you have oh, countries what? because he came in the ninety nine president of Djibouti, yeah. and he's still in there. Yeah, he's still, still in there. there. And before him, I think it was the same stuff, right? Like yeah. same guy. But I think like the thing with Africa, which is really like, it's not like it's weird to talk about sometimes, but it's like. Anytime I feel like a country is a, is a country and like they lose a leader, it's like a power vacuum. Like you look at Zimbabwe, countries like that. Like Rwanda has had one consistent leader since, since the said war. He's technically a military dictator. But that's what I'm saying. Like you have other countries like Eritrea, you have countries like um, like Djibouti where you have that, and then you have Ethiopia where like even them they have like political arrest and stuff like that. Yeah, a lot of problems. Yeah. So, like. I think the world looks at like that area and says, yo, like we'd rather have somebody stable there. So like like you said, they'd have rotating tribes, but then they would find somebody in that tribe that's willing to play ball and mm-hmm. they'd say, you know what, we'll keep you in power. We it like was you. the sixties to the eighties, there was like this trend of um, the West that was pushing for um Africa to have um like personalized perso- personalized leaders, which basically dictators. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden randomly they they switched and said, No, you guys need to be democratic. So they pushed all these people out and then decided that we're going to have a wave of democratization. And then when that wave of democratization happened, um, there's a lot of that power vacuums. Who's going to go? That's why like the great like the great leaders like Sankara and Senghor and the guy from Ghana, whatever his name was. Yeah. You can tell what she studies. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah. She's very, she's she's very, very, very interesting. I'm, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Knowledge. Yeah, it's my Politics in Africa. Yeah, politics. Yeah, politics is not interesting. But I'm not, I haven't gotten that deep. Like the names you're saying right now are completely lost. Oh, but yeah. I'm gonna nod my head. Some <laughs> of it I can remember, like from African, African studies, studies, but like not too much yeah. of it. Yeah. I, to be honest, one thing I kind of regret not taking more like African. Yeah. Studies. I took one, but it was Africa before like the 1850s or something like that. Very interesting. Yeah. I was like, uh, I got a good mark. ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっと、ちょっ
you want to learn American history, like European yeah, history, history, stuff like that. Yeah. African history in high school was never a thing, you know? Yeah. yeah. It was literally a page. Yeah, literally like half a paragraph sometimes, you know? I never and it's it. all about slavery. It's like yeah. there's more to exactly. black people there's than way slavery. More. There's way more. There was like this video that I watched um, a while ago by this this rapper, a UK rapper named Akila, and he's yeah. talking about like uh, how they were taking, or they're erasing black people from European history and just putting like White white people in it really? or something like that. Yeah, it was like mad long. I don't remember, but there was a part where there was a there was a painting of the Muzamura Masa Masa came to thing and then they he came with like a bunch of money and it was yeah and they really destabilized the entire Egyptian economy for twelve years with the money he had. He was on his way to Hajj yeah and then he had so much gold that he crippled their economy with his gold. Yeah, oh, sure. imagine you think he's a he till this day is the richest person on this world on this earth yeah. really yeah it's crazy wow there's no other person that's reached his level of wealth uh, 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 we're uh, still learning about queen victoria literally yeah but then he's and saying stolen jewels like <laughs> <laughs> what, what's stolen jewels yeah i'm yeah, this is like a history this is all a history <laughs> no, lesson to me yeah i know but it's all stolen like every yeah, like, all like her jewels said. are stolen yeah. from colonization exactly. she still has them yes yeah. her brooch that she wore on the christmas um every year? every year she does a christmas like episode and then like this, not episode, but like a greeting or Queen's whatever. Speech. Queen's speech or whatever yeah. it is. And then she's wearing this brooch from like, I don't know, some African country. But like it's supposed to symbolize, symbolize EU. Like she's on her, her side of like what part of she wants to, either Brexit or not Brexit. And it was like, all of these stones, I don't know what it completely is about, but like all the stones, well, they're coming from Africa, Africa but like, yeah. you know? What is she it's like even, there's even countries in Europe that have like, Ottoman Qurans and stuff, you know, like all stolen from like war. They just took from like Turkey and stuff, and it's like it's Qurans, but these people are not Muslim at all, but they have it in their museums, like artifacts. But that's how even the, the movie Black Panther when the guy goes to the museum and he's like all this black stuff is like yo this where, where do you think this all came from you know he's like did you pay a fair price for this and the girl can't say nothing because like all that shit with art and African but artifacts should, all, all that stuff be returned that's, that's the thing that's, really that's, cool that's the argument museums are like yeah. half, like if they imagine because all of their artifacts are from other places like stole from yeah the and like they return it then who's gonna go to the museum what money are they gonna yeah make? and there's always their excuse of these civilizations don't exist anymore who are we returning it to mm-hmm. they're civilizations they're people that still exactly. exist you know what i mean and there was a comedian who actually talked about it. he's like yo like it was like funny skit. He's like yo so like we're gonna take we're gonna we're gonna come take we're gonna invade and then guess what like a hundred years from now we're gonna charge you money to like to come you know see what we took from you this is literally and then we're gonna have a sign that says you can't touch it like you know and like you know, the play on that joke it was like oh like don't cross this line he's like ha ha like you know it was like I forgot it was just some UK comedian but it was hilarious like it was actually like, a funny I'm, joke uh, I'm in shock right now really you didn't yeah. know this no I yeah I, mean, like, I did it but I want to get back to what you were saying Sankor and I don't even know those names but I want to google them so just continue what you're saying from then like he's uh, saying like from about the power vacuums and like oh, the, democ- like the wave of democratization happened and the thing was like 10 years or 11 years and after that happened, um, like they had to start elections, and then what's what's an election? Like, what's a democracy? Mm-hmm. And then it, are they supposed to be free and fair, or are they supposed to happen often? So then they basically based their democracies off of um, what's it called? The Europe's democracies. Yeah. The um, um constitution yeah. it says Bismillah rahman rahim and then it says um, what is it? Egalité, fraternité, um, something else, which is basically the copy and paste from the French constitution. The French constitution. So it's very entertaining how yeah. <laughs> we spin it and say yeah. these things, but we just copy and paste. But 
are they even good for us? Because they had they benefited from industrialization, they benefited from slavery. Yeah. They had all of these benefits that we didn't have. So exactly. is it fair for us to match our democracies against them? Yeah. Especially like introducing to democracy to people who have no idea what democracy is, like mm-hmm. don't or like they have an idea but they don't know how to exercise their their, their idea of democracy. Like mm-hmm. there's like I don't know, with Djibouti there's even some people who like they don't want to talk about issues, like you know, like people who are there that are like, yo, like it's it might be a democracy, but stuff happens, you know, like people people get arrested, you know, like political things happen to people. So, like Africa is an interesting place because they just introduce democracy to it without any idea of how how, how this works and yeah, how the system it's works. Like a king's and queen's structure. Yeah, but then what? And you said tribals, like like you vote for the guy of your, of your tribe and he runs the ship. You know what I mean? Like, but that doesn't make sense because the whole democracy thing was was like is it shouldn't it make sense for the places that like each country should create their own kind of democracy because they're everything's kind of different no not really because i think it, even like venezuela like venezuela the whole thing that happened the, the, the guy said you know the, the whole world like you'll step down they had an election they voted somebody else in but he he didn't have any real power so it's like it's not like the country set it up it's whoever has power sets it up it's like the military, whoever's there, sets it up, like, you know? And all of these countries have tribal leaders that they come to and they speak to, you know what I mean? Like, you can't just throw a president in there and yeah, expect, exactly. like, how does that work for them, you know? Success. Uh, this is a history lesson for me, <laughs> really for sure. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. That's pretty cool. No, it's nice, it's nice. I, to be honest, I don't really have a... It's sad, though, when you talk like, you're on after me, like, the world is a shitty place. Because Africa was flourishing before all of this happened to them, you know? It's crazy how it just... The entire world is ruined because of Britain and France. I don't know. I, I think I'm, I just keep looking at it from a, a, I guess, a business angle because I went to school for business. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm like, yo, you guys have all of these resources and you guys have all of this, like, stuff that you guys can use to, to make yourselves better. Why don't you just come together and then, you know, figure out. Because the... our economies were, like, created to be extracted from. So, um, Basically, like they have all the um, raw materials, but they didn't. They weren't given the, I guess, exp- like explanation, know-how, how to create yeah. like factories. Oh, like the do-it-yourself like thing. Yeah, because yeah. they were they were literally taking their resources, humans, and um, obviously gems and jewels and stuff, yeah. and were directly shipped to like other places where they would produce the things, and yeah. then they would then be shipped to Europe. Yeah. But because they're because in order to have like a capitalist economy, you need to have people who are knowledgeable. You need to have all these things there, but they, not, not all of them are there. Yeah. So it's just interesting. I also like economics. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is, yeah, she's very smart. I have a good question. Yeah. I have a good question because I see this a lot on Twitter. It's not actually a lot, but I see it here and there. Like, some people, and definitely, I mean, I'm trying to take myself completely out of this element because it has nothing to do with me, but some people are under this presumption. And it's people who, I guess, like, lost their deen in somewhat ways, but they say, like, Islam kind of took away from really Somalia, Somalia basically but no not really it's like it's like not really Somalia but like Somali Nemo like you know like yeah. what it means to be Somali it took away from it and that is an interesting topic like it's very interesting I feel like I already yeah. answered this I don't feel like Somali Nemo has been ruined whatsoever we still speak Somali we I'm, still practice traditions during weddings other ceremonies and whatnot these still things still exist it's just that's true there's certain parts of Radatan that was so like normalized based off of like before Islam pre-Islam that didn't need to be there but you know what, what are I mean? they what are they like I like there are certain like I don't know like folk tales of like people that worshipped like 
like idols and whatnot. I've never heard. Yeah, I've definitely heard of some I've of that. I don't know like the specific uh, yeah, specifics, yeah. but there's folk tales of like like jinn, like not jinns, but like spirits and things yeah, like yeah. that. You know what I mean? And people I've still heard, talk about it till this day. I heard day. about Waka, something like that. Someone said like, like, like Waka was a god that was like yeah, Somali like who used to worship, yeah, yeah, yeah. but whatever. But my but apparently Somalia was one of those countries that was already like monolithic. They already believed in one thing, so it's easy. It was easy for Somalia Somali to accept Islam. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that makes Waka, sense. Like was that monolithic creature or whatever that they Could believed in? But was yeah. in Somalia? There's like the coast specifically called Zelia. Where then that's where like Arab traders came through and like there was like a first mosque, the first mosque that Somalia is there. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Like that. And they had the two qiblas in yeah. that mosque. Literally, that was before Islam. Literally, they had. Not before I don't Islam, think. Like, I don't think that, that was true know, though. I, but it's like you see the it's masjid visually and there. there. There's two qiblas. I know, but like I, there's there's no possible way they could have two qiblas at that time. Like at the time that mosque was built, if you if you like no, the way the like, world worked, Islam came to them first. But Islam then, didn't come until at least a couple hundred years. Yeah, but that after was during the time that they were they're praying remember, towards. Remember they were um, going to Ethiopia. That's what I'm saying, but that that could have been. Yeah. But even then, like the the qibla would have still been the same because where Africa is located, like Jerusalem and Medina is the same way. You know what I mean? Yeah, it is. If you look at if you look at where Somalia is, I know it's a, like I've because I've heard that before, and like someone was like, "Yo, it works." No. Yeah, it is because basically before Islam, okay, before look at the map. You know, look at the map, but before, <laughs> before the first level was Jerusalem, right? Yeah, Mesopotamia, and then it became um, and then it became um, Mecca, right? So, but where Medina is is in the middle. So first they started praying north. They were praying north even when they were in Medina for the first year. They were praying north. And then when the Qibla changed, you started praying south. Mm -hmm. But like where Somalia is, Medina, um, I mean Mecca and, uh, I mean, and Jerusalem similar, is north. Like not really, they're still a distance. Okay, but even then, the Qibla would have been like this, would have been a couple angles this way. And back then, there was no little, like, there was no calculation of you pray the same way, like, yeah. whatever Yahweh is Yahweh. So, like, I've heard that story before, and it's like, it's a little shaky. Is the it's mosque not, still there? Yeah, the mosque is still visually, like, literally yeah. there. The mosque is there. Yeah. The mosque is there, but the two qiblas, all I'm saying is that two qiblas sequence, it's just like, it doesn't, like, you know, sometimes you hear stuff and it doesn't fit what the story. The both, the, like, both the qibla, like, the direction of, of, are they still in the mosque or not? Yeah, like, like people the say, there's, still, yeah, you can see both the qiblas, but it's like, <laughs> so I, I think that's a technicality. It makes no sense. How does it not make sense because, if they're visually still there? Like, but, but like, logically, like, you got it, like, you gotta, sometimes, you know, like, you can hear stuff, but it's like, you, you kind of have to put your, like, if, if, if somebody says, yo, like, like, there's two qiblas in this room, but either way, we have to pray that way. Both sides, like, whether we're praying this, we would have to pray that way, then it wouldn't make any sense. Like, yeah. it, it wouldn't, you know? Mm -hmm. that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, sometimes you hear that type of stuff, and I'm telling you, Somalis always have those stories. Yeah, it's ruined. Yeah, like, you always hear some, like, you always hear the stories in every culture, like, yo, this happened. Even, like, there's a story in Islam about, like, Umar Khattab. These are not stories. These are, like, archaeologists that are... They're, 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 yeah. I know, but, that's, but it's it. not, but it's like, 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 you know what I mean? It just, it can't, it How just are you tonight? <laughs> 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 because I'm saying it can't work. It's not like it's not physically yeah, logical. They don't, but I don't. I don't think they would know. They don't have the resources. I think it's just power and saying I don't know and moving on. It just, in my opinion, it, like, obviously not can enough north, about I can pray north and south to a place that's only north. Like it makes no sense, you know. Both cities have to be that way, you know. But, but then again, going back to what what you were saying about how I saw on Twitter too, and then someone was like, ripping, there was like a girl that said, oh. Look how they. I think it was Somalia in the seventies. They're kind of like it's like these two girls that are non-Muslim that literally have the same conversation yeah. all the time. Oh really? About like <laughs> Somalia being asked, ruined. Like, if you guys were asked, like if you were like you know how you say like what you, what you are, 
you're Muslim first before you're Somali. For real. So I never understood that. Like to I, me, I think they're just kind of obsessed with that. I guess. Jabab? No, not the Jabab. The, There's like the, a like the a old, reminiscence like, of like the seventies like or whatever. Whenever yeah. you see the pictures of. Like, I mean, it's nice. It's great, but like that's not how we live anymore. Honest, you know what, the, I mean? what they were what they were talking about was kind of maybe the. I don't know. No, I think they just they just obsessed with that. Yeah, time, there's like a reminiscence honest. of that kind of thing. Because I'm like, you've never lived in that that time. You don't know how true. it would be yeah. like it during no, that time. No, and I'm and I'm saying like, they're I think they're just obsessed with the like how Somalia was how just yeah. it was like a running country and mm-hmm. they didn't really have problems the way they have yeah. problems now, mm-hmm. and I don't know. I guess they're they're, they always, they're blaming yeah. Islam, which they always, is kind they of they always weird. bring up the topic of like Arabiza- Arabization. Yeah, like you know, like the the idea of like the niqab and like the like the yeah but if you go to Saudi whatnot, Arabia like, it's like friggin I mean like New York or whatever if anything Islam saved Somalia if we're big and we were in the airport in Jeddah the girl had her hijab on it was like here but then when she got onto the plane or she threw her hijab off and her white came off it's just like a jacket and a scarf it's, it's cut like I, I, I lived yeah. so I lived in I lived in Dubai too and it's not like it's, they're kind of wearing it just because it's their culture. It's not like Literally, yeah. like I, I, was, I went to the mosque, they're doing the adhan, and the guy's walking away from the mosque. I'm like, oh, oh. damn, you know? That was the first time yeah. I went there. So I'm like, I realized there that it's more like culture, culture than, than it is religion. So I don't know. I don't know what the, the argument yeah, is. I think it's just like a target. Like you have you have something to blame for like feel like feel feeling like you've lost some part of you, you know? But you so, can always still practice your dafan without removing yourself from Islam, like you know what I mean? I know, but I it's don't like understand. you know, some people like even even Islamically, some people are like so obsessed with like the time of the Prophet, you know? And yeah. they're like like, Oh, we should live like this and like that th- four wives stuff. I mean it's no, obviously I mean, no, I'm not saying even I'm not talking about that. I'm just saying in terms of like yo, they want like the world to go back to that time, like yo, yeah. you know, like if, like if you ride a camel, like you know, they like they want that. They they're so they have such a love for that period in time of history, right? And it's like some people are so obsessed with like, like I don't want to say pre-Islamic Somalia, but they're so obsessed with Somalia number. Yeah. They just they didn't want to go back to those part of their roots, and the only way to like to find a reason why they can't have that is to blame something. Yeah. It's so easy to blame. I feel like Arabi I think nation. nationalism is also a really big problem if it's not checked. Like if your love, because at the end of the day, our ultimate love is for Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, mm-hmm. and that's if our true. love for Somalia and Somali Nimal and Dakan goes before Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, then that's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah. So I feel like that's where the issue lies, and like yeah. why people are super obsessed with it. You shouldn't be super obsessed with it. Yes, it's our history. Okay, we're Muslims. Move on. That's true. I mean, it's so easy said, but like I feel like for the people that go through it, because you see it, like it's a. Uh, it's a, like people even saying like like uh, yo I only prayed a walk like I seen some Twitter thing like I only prayed a walk I'm like are you crazy like <laughs> what is that? What you just mentioned that whole it's like that monolithic Somali 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 creature that they used to really old really 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 old oh no he said it yeah it's really really old it's really old but I literally saw this like and it was the same it was just like the same conversation this guy was like talking I don't know guy or girl but they were discussing the whole Somali Nemo and 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 Muslims this guy's like yo you guys. Like yo, um, all my Somali, all my Somali brothers follow a guy named Muhammad. Like literally stuff a lot, but just saying stuff like that. And then I look in the thing, like wa- like wap, like you know. Man, I do you even know what wap. this thing is? I don't, <laughs> like, I don't understand. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Just this obsessed obsession, uh, obsession with this idea of like going back to what we used to have. That's you know true. what I mean? We don't have that anymore. No, but there's weird. a lot of countries in Africa that still practice these spiritual beliefs and whatnot. So people want that type of like attachment to tribe and like this culture that we used to have because all these other countries in West Africa and, and other parts of Africa do practice still, you know what I mean? Yeah. And Somalia is one of the ones that don't still practice this kind of thing. So they do. 
Some people do, but some people, yeah. yeah. Well, once I had gay said, my mom used to tell me these scary stories about how these people and they used to do this magic. Yeah. Yeah. They do magic. Well, I, went, I went to Morocco and they do magic there too. That was yeah. Like, I know it's yeah, yeah. Keep your eyes crossed. Yeah. I'm I'm not my. Bro, I was I was walking through like the the market in Morocco at night for like the first time and then there was this there was like a group of people surround they're like street performers there's monkeys snakes and stuff um and then there's there's a group of people around this one lady no it's some crazy shit and the lady's on the floor doing like the undertaker eyes rolling back and then they're all watching her like move something and i'm like oh i'm gonna get on this road try to get the hell out of here like super attachment to culture is just not really there's certain levels to, like I said, levels to this shit. <laughs> like I'm not, like you can't mix like like culture with Dean. Like you can't mix the two. There's certain levels that you have. To, obviously, Islam comes before anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's true. That's like if you want to live like a Muslim, like a true Muslim, like you can't bring more culture than you can Islam. Yeah, yeah. There's gotta be like a fine line of where, yeah, like where, where like culture has a seat yeah. and Dean, like you know, takes over. That, yeah, yeah supersedes. But for I feel like for a lot of people that. Um, come to like countries like Canada and stuff where like they they, they, they don't know where the line is but like I feel like where people that left a homeland to come to a new land you're like lost in the sauce you know like yeah. you're trying to figure out what you are mm-hmm. and like you have people who are super western super yeah and you have people who are Muslim but like don't practice so it's yeah. like it's, you know you have all these like you're exposed to all these different like mixtures and yeah. you're trying to find yourself in that sauce and then there's there's like people who can't identify what yeah. they are so they go to either one extreme to the other extreme. Parents, I feel like it's when they came here that they started practicing, they started praying, they started observing. Exactly. Yeah. Because I guess that's the only yeah. thing that stayed the same. Yeah. Like I, the whole country is different, but you still see Muslim people. There's mosques yeah. that you can go to. Yeah. But that's how, like I think you were saying something about like like Somali people that first came to Toronto. They're gonna call their families, and then you guys said like Scarborough has a lot of Somali people. Yeah, I'm right? so shocked. Somali 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 people, right? But like to me. I feel I find this weird, but say like I'm I'm a Somali person and I, I'm from Somaliland, for example, and I go like I'm in Canada. Do I care if I see another Somali person? Like whether they're so, from Somalia, like or from Somaliland, or am I just happy they're Somali? Like that's a question I want to have for like you know a, a parent. Like you come, you came from war. You're in a country where like you're surrounded by people who you're, you're definitely not comfortable with, you know. But then you see somebody. Are you, do you care whether they are your kind? Yeah. So if you like move into a neighbor and you only see once a month, that person just happens to be something opposite from you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I feel like here we don't have that. Like I don't know. I, I where I come from, there's like Somali. Like my neighbor, there's Somalilanders and like Somali people, and, and yeah. people get along. Coexist bro, easily. Yeah. Perfectly. You know. So I think like maybe like where I come from, maybe they didn't care. You know. But then like you said, in Somaliland, I mean, in Scarborough, they have a lot of Somaliland people. Maybe like over there, they did care, right? All yeah. like. But I want to. I think it's just parent. migration based off of like people telling, "Oh, come to this area." You know, this yeah, is where all of us are. Yeah, come here. Yeah. So, but like, what does Somali person feel comfortable around? I, I mean, here, I like, I have a lot of people that are different. You know, like, I don't. Yeah. We don't have this conversation. What's your tribe? Da da da. Like, what do you do yeah, today? Yeah, with your, like, you know, like. No, I, I didn't. I don't ask those questions. To be honest, I don't ask I those questions. Yeah. People asking what Yatai like, like type of thing. Yeah. Can you at first ask me my name? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, obviously, obviously. To yeah. be honest, I I like. 
know somebody. I, I guess I feel like it's how it should be. Like, I'll just get to know somebody, sit down, meet them, talk to them, just keep seeing them. And then the the conversation with Travis, like, this will happen to me every single time I meet a new yeah. person or whatever. I'll, like, have a conversation with them. I'll keep seeing them. Yeah. Like, we'll become but friends. But the conversation with Travis goes later on. Yeah. It's not the first yeah, conversation. Like, the tribe conversation comes up, and I'm like, oh, what the hell? I don't even yeah. know what's happening. And then that's, no, like, it's, it's, that's fine. I think that's normal. That for, like, what always happens to me, especially, you know, fog Uber drivers. Constantly, oh, I, own, I own no. this one. Which I, I was declined. <laughs> and then like, I ended up getting an Indian one. Really? He declined like three times. And, and <laughs> I feel like in downtown, there's more of them. In my area, there's more Indians than anything, to be honest. Yeah. They, I'm, they, they don't think I'm so Yeah, and then I sometimes I front, like, sometimes people think that I'm Ethiopian, so I'll front like I'm Ethiopian. Yeah, just speak Ethiopian at that point. Don't like, just say nothing. Oh, yeah. No, they don't. Somali Uber drivers don't think I'm Somali. I've never been asked that. Really? They do not think I'm Somali. I don't know what it is. It depends. If you're nice, then I'll start speaking Somali. But if not, I'll usually keep quiet. They they don't think I'm Somali. It's weird. Have you ever been asked that question? What? I, bro, what, what if I told you I got into a Uber driver? Like, a, uh, and the guy started speaking Ethiopian to me. <laughs> no, oh, no but I'm saying in general, has anybody yeah. ever asked you, Yatai, has anybody ever asked you? Nah. Really? Nah, nah. I've think, never heard that. I think the first time I've asked that was in high school, for sure. In high school? So, like, yeah. no, but I'm saying the word Yatai or, like, what tribe are you? What tribe are you? Because Yatai is hard. Yatai is Hoyas. I usually say that. Yeah, it's, it is. Yeah, it's always that you usually say that. Yeah, but. It's just randomly, like, I'll be in a message, praying, and then Habib will come to me and say, What's your name? Like, who's your mom or whatever you call Yeah, I think the first time I've ever been asked that was. Like when I was a kid at, at Woodbine, remember like everybody used to go out and eat uh, at Woodbine? Yeah, right. And like you're running around, you're like I was at, at an age and I can understand things, right? And then I was with my mom, and I wasn't with my mom, I was with like a group of girls or whatever. They're like, Yatai, like, who are you? What are you? Yadali, like, who's your mom? Da da da. Yeah, it's like a. Yeah. I've never been asked that in my life, bro. Really? Yeah. No, I, when I was a kid, there's a funny story. So, so I, I went to school and came home on the school bus. I, I lived in Edmonton at the time, and the, and some kid, some my kid, like we we're talking, whatever. And then I think we had a like argument or whatever. And then we didn't talk for like half the bus ride, and by the end of the bus ride, we we're friends again. So then to, okay. make, to make it up, he's like, "Yo, my bad, bro." He put his hand around me. He's like, "He goes, yo, you're Huia, I'm Huia." It's all good, <laughs> and then I'm like, sure, whatever that means. No, no, we told it. So then, so then, I so I was working at um like a my pop my dad's store, and I and I go to the store, and one of the taxi drivers, like the they know my pops, they come up to me like, oh, who, what tribe are you? And I and I said, oh, I'm Hawaii. <laughs> and my dad's like, no, you're not, nigga. Who's school bus? He kind of he kind of just schools me about who I tribe I was. But now I'm thinking back, that was a pretty funny story. But yeah, that's that's I guess one time I'll ask. I'm actually shocked. People really get asked this question. I thought it was more like not, not people just ask you like a joke thing, like you know. Like, I, mean, I went back when I was young. I went back when I was like eight was the first time I went to Somalia. So that's when like my AO sat me down and like told me everything. So for the one I knew, but it was nothing to me to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well. That's crazy. I mean, <laughs> I'm so shocked. Every time Rex is this, I don't know what to do. Yeah, <laughs> Literally yeah. wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up, dude. <laughs> shocked cube. I don't know what to say. I'm just shocked. I'm blown away. I'm gonna start asking people. Yatai, like first day. Yatai. Who are you? Who are you on? Cause I've asked people what tribe are you, but I've never like it was never. I never asked them like a way that was like demeaning. But Yatai sounds just harsh. Yeah, it sounds like. It what sounds are you? so like, harsh. Like what the fuck are you, bro? Like, are you a creature? Like yeah, what are like, you? Like, I'm actually thinking about the ways too. Like Yatai, like. Yeah, when it's translated literally, it's kind yeah, of harsh. Still, oh what are you? Like, what, like, literally, what are you? Like, you just get reduced to the bare minimum of what you're The name of an ancestor or something. Yeah, like, literally. 
Which is not bad. I'm not saying it's bad. It's, I don't want no, people coming bad, back though. at us. <laughs> what are you talking about? No, this it is, is bad, though. Like, being with you, like, just being asked a question. It's a part of your identity, but to a certain extent, I'm not that person. You know what I mean? Like, I am from a distant, you know, like, but it's not definitive of who I am. Like, I have my own life, you know, in 2020. You know what I mean? Like, I think that, like, uh, there's something, I think you're saying in Islam, like, yo, like, no thought, like, no, it's like, no, no person will, like, bear the person like the sin of someone else you know yeah like my answer that you know they disappoint me but they have literally nothing to do any decision i made to this day and like you know it's just they're just there they just exist you know it's very interesting because like before um prophet came they were like all these tribes and they were all arguing they all did most of them did not like each other but when he came islam unified them yeah. so i find that really interesting how right now islam does not unify us yeah Exactly. Well, there's like ex-Muslims now, so I don't know. I think it's just too much. But there's a lot of extremity, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the certain levels that people just practice too much, or like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just not practice too much. Practice to a certain extreme that's not within written guidelines, you know? Yeah, the I think balance is the hardest. The not. balance of where to have like your defi- like your home life, because even with the prophet, like. Like tribe was used at his time. It was a tool that he used. Like you know, it's not like like tribalism isn't something yeah, you just throw no. away, mm-hmm. and it's not something that you hold on to to like. Because it's life. a part it's of like, your identity. Like it's a part it's, of your yeah. identity, and you play the game. Like you play the game of life. You know, like when it comes up, obviously, yeah, you're with your people. That's your tribe. But like you don't use that in outside world, thinking it's it's gonna put you ahead of other people. No, I I think like each each place has a different problem. We could say, oh. It's not a part of our life because we live in the Western world. But if you go to like a like I was saying about an Arab country, you go to Arab country. It's literally right yeah. in front of them, yeah. and they're all going to Khaliji the opposite. Like yeah, that. they're going no, they're going to the opposite. They're trying oh. to go mall. They're yeah. trying to turn up whatever they want. They're in rappers and chamises. I don't know. <laughs> like it's just crazy. Though. So it's like it shows that it's not as easy. If it's in front of you, if it's not in front of you. You still kind of have to yeah, work yeah. towards that. You know? Everybody has their struggle. Yeah. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you all for coming. Yeah, appreciate Thank you coming. But yeah. Very educated Thank on me. African studies. I mean, you're, you're always here, man. Do we really need thank you? Yeah. <laughs> you provide the equipment. You're here. I'm just joking. Thank you, bro. Just take your mic. All right. All right. Okay. Bye.